You're listening to That Music Podcast with me, Bryson Tarbett. I'm the music educator and blogger behind That Music Teacher and ThatMusicTeacher.com. Join me as I dive into what it really means to be a music educator. I hope that you're able to find a nugget of inspiration each week as I share my favorite ways to create purposeful instruction through active music making. Along the way, you'll hear from some of my amazing colleagues as they share practical advice that you can apply to your own classrooms. So grab a coffee, sit down, and let's get started. This interview with John Hamble is actually really fun. We talked about ukulele and how he uses it with his students, but I think it's also important to talk about his different perspective. You know, he went in talking about the fact that he was a musician first and then he became a teacher. And he, I I think he really brings a really unique approach to music education. And I love how he talks about using the ukulele in a way that allows students to be successful. And and I I think it's going to be a really, really helpful episode. John Hamill is the third of five generations of musicians. He's been teaching guitar and ukulele for over 20 years and is currently the kindergarten through eighth grade music teacher at a private school in addition to teaching private lessons. He and his wife has six grandchildren and 27 grandchildren, which he talks about in this episode as being one of the greatest joys in his life. Without any more further ado, I can't wait for you to hear this conversation that I had with John Hamill about teaching ukulele. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to That Music Podcast. Today, I'm here with John Hamill, and we're going to be talking about ukulele in the music classroom, why it's fun, why it matters, and why it can really help our students uh, engage in high-quality music making. Um, So I'm really excited for this interview. Uh, So, John, thank you so much for chatting with me today. Thank you for having me. So little background, um, I'm actually really interested in this topic because I've been trying to convince my principals to buy me a set of ukuleles um, since I started teaching. We finally got them approved um, and then COVID happened, so all spending stopped. So I'm hoping we can get them at the end of this year, um, but I'm really excited to talk about this and get a little bit more uh, information in my pocket so I can use um, when I'm asking for these uh, free sure. ukuleles for my students. So I'm really 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 personally excited for this topic. Great, great. So John, will you, before we get started, will you tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you went to school, um, where and what you teach and that kind of stuff? Okay, well, um, I do not have a formal college music education, but I am the third generation of five generations of musicians. My grandfather was a big band leader back in the 50s and actually taught in private schools in the same area that I am currently now teaching, which is kind of cool. And my dad played the bass guitar in a country band, and then myself, and then my son uh, is a very, very talented musician. And now his children, actually, um, a couple of them I have taught the ukulele. So uh, we have a long line of musicians in our family but uh i did uh i have a a college degree in um biblical studies so i teach at private christian school in uh, new hampshire i teach k through eight so i have um five separate music classes a couple of them are combined so how cool i love um trying, you know, hearing some different perspectives, you know, 
teachers that coming from different backgrounds and teaching in, in different situations. Uh, so I, I think that'll be interesting to kind of see how that's kind of shaped uh, you as an educator, but also has how you brought ukulele in the classroom. But before we dive in, I know I keep, I keep like chomping in the bit here, but what is something other than teaching that really brings you joy and like you're super passionate about? Oh, definitely grandchildren. Uh, my wife and I have been blessed with 27 grandchildren. And uh, oh my goodness. it makes Christmas really interesting, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love spending time uh, with my grandchildren. Uh, my son, the one that plays uh, any, any stringed instrument and drum that you can imagine very, very well. But uh, he and his wife have a farm that is a horse farm. So I, I love working on the farm as well. And um and and just just that kind of outdoors i love being outdoors and and working with the animals and with the kids it's just fun to have them come alongside and work with you and to kind of teach them those uh valuable uh work ethic skills so uh that's that's pretty pretty much what i'm passionate about how cool i that's so many grandchildren i bet they that they bet they keep you on your toes for sure <laughs> oh you are you are not kidding so you said that your background is, you know, in biblical studies. So I'm curious to know what led you to pursue teaching music and kind of how did you end up in your current position? Okay. Well, this is pretty interesting. I have been around music my whole life and my brother and I actually had a, a duo that we used to play at coffee houses, an acoustic uh, act. And when my daughter, my oldest daughter, was in kindergarten, uh, her teacher asked me if I would be willing to come to school with my guitar and sing for her class. And there was something about when I sat in the chair with my guitar with 25 kindergartners sitting on the floor staring up at me, um, and we started to sing. I just knew that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to sing for, for children. And so I kind of abandoned the uh, adult music, which uh, that was a little frustrating. You know, we would write our own um, music, our original music, and play for people in different venues. And it was almost like they could care less that, you know, turn the radio on and they just needed background music. And we're pouring our hearts out for these folks. But I'll tell you, when you're playing for children, they really get into it. And, and it was very interactive. And that's what I liked most about it. So it started me on a children's singer career of, um, you know, playing in different schools and uh, libraries and daycare centers and doing concerts that way. And it just opened up where at my church, they had a Christian school and they asked me to, to teach music, to do programs, Christmas programs and things like that. And then uh, I had a plan. I, I was in another uh, uh, job for a while teaching children in another uh, venue, but uh, because of COVID, things sort of changed and my plans kind of got derailed. And then this job opened up where the school up uh, near my son needed a music teacher and I applied and got it. And it's just been fantastic. Uh, it's just I can't even describe how it's just everything's worked out. And so, yeah, that's that's that story. 
Yeah, I think it's so interesting what you talked about, you know, the the music making with kids and and how it is perceived differently within adults a lot of time. I mean, even with, you know, adults who really enjoy listening to music, it's such a different atmosphere when you're playing for a bunch of kindergartners. Absolutely. And you know, it, it, it's I don't know. I mean, I, I, I know that exact moment you're talking about, that exact feeling of being able to make music with kids and you're realizing, wow, this is really special. This is something that I, I want to keep doing. Um, and I think it's really interesting um, in music education. So many of us want to be, you know, the high school band and choir teachers, but then so many of us, you know, me included, we have that experience where we start making music with, with young kids and we realize this is, this is what it is for me. And, and so I, I definitely feel like a lot of us have that moment where we realize that making music with kids is something that we can't imagine living without. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. So let's go ahead and dive into real, the real meat of today's episode, um, which is all about teaching the ukulele. So I want to know, how did you get into you know playing the, the ukulele yourself? Or you know how did you get into teaching ukulele as well? Okay. Well, I have been playing the guitar for well over 40 years. And I, I, I don't know. I think my son, probably about 10 or 15 years ago, gave me a ukulele for Father's Day or my birthday or something. And uh, I just fell in love with it. It was just so fun. It's a very, it, you know, it's based on the guitar. You know, the chord shapes are exactly the same. It's just uh, different tuning. And so you, you you have a different pitch. And And I thought this would be a, a very uh, a very simple starter instrument for children because um, many times and I and I teach uh, guitar and ukulele to children, but I find that um, it's easier for them to press down the strings and it's a smaller scale and once they learn the concepts of how to form the chord shapes, the transition to gu- guitar is very very simple and so I. Be, I, I try to encourage uh, starting out on ukulele when, when I have younger students. And uh, some of them, you know, will, will want to play the guitar, and, and that's fine too. But uh, it's just, it's been very successful to get them started on this journey of uh, playing a stringed instrument uh, you know, with the, the ukulele being the, the, the door and then just opens it up to many other possibilities. In fact, my grandson started on ukulele, moved to guitar, then he moved to bass guitar, and now he's actually teaching himself piano. So um, just just how it just opened the door and then he just took it beyond where where I even imagined it going. That's awesome. I, I I also agree. I think the ukulele is so accessible. I mean, one, it you know, it's fairly affordable when it comes to you know the cost of an instrument, as well as like you said, you know, it's so much easier to to put the chords down or you know push the strings down and you know get the chord shape. Uh, me personally, the the guitar, I, I still I, I know like three chords in the guitar, but I can play all day on a ukulele. I started ukulele when I was teaching at the lab preschool um, in undergrad. Um, 
And it's kind of moved with me. I use it a little bit, you know, with my um, uh, self-contained classes with disabilities and my preschoolers a lot. Uh, but I, I think it is a wonderful instrument um, because it is so accessible. Um, and I know we've talked, you, you kind of mentioned this a little bit, but why do you think that ukulele is worth teaching to students? Um, well, there's a, a level of frustration, I think, if um, a student can't do what you're asking them to do, they're not going to practice. Like say, for instance, if you if they're playing the guitar and they, they can't press the strings down or it hurts too much, uh, they're not going to practice. And if they're not going to practice, they're not going to get any better. But with the ukulele, it's, it's almost, you know, you, I can get them to play a song the first lesson. And, and when they see that accomplishment, when they see success, it just motivates them to want to continue. So I think that's pretty much uh, my philosophy behind why I, I think it's, you know, the best instrument to start off uh, with children. For sure. I mean, you put one finger down and you have a chord and exactly. you can play I mean, that you, that's, it's just so it's instant success. It's that instant dopamine hit of, I did something cool. Sure. I am successful. And again, it really breaks down that barrier because don't get me wrong. There are chords on the, on the ukulele that are frustrating, sure. but there's, you know, three chords and you can play to half the songs on the radio, oh, absolutely. which is a wonderful way to allow students to see how, you know, why that it matters. You know, they're like, Hey, you know, one of my favorite songs has three, I know these chords. Like I can play along with it, but it's, and then again, like you said, it's a really great way to transition into other instruments um, with that really easy entry and that, you know, that instant dopamine hit of having that successful start so that kids don't give up um, and just kind of say, well, I'm, this isn't for me. Yeah. And, and if you check uh, through on YouTube and everything, they're very, very in right now. You know, they're popular. So kids don't want to play like something that's like way outdated, like bagpipes or something. Although I do know some kids that would like to try that. But, um, you know, it's it's a popular thing that's happening right now is ukulele. And so uh, that that makes it even more uh, appealing. Yeah. And I, I know that there's been conversations like in the Facebook groups and out the conferences and things about, you know, jump about people worrying about everyone jumping on this quote unquote fad of ukulele. But I, I think that that might be more of a reason to jump on it. If it's in the popular culture, if the students already have that intrinsic motivation of wanting to learn to play the ukulele, why wouldn't we try to bring that into our classrooms? Oh, sure. Um, and I, I think that that's a, a really good I don't know, a really good way to allow students to see the connection between what happens in music class and what happens in music in the rest of the world and how those aren't necessarily different things. Right. So how do you personally introduce the ukulele uh, in a classroom setting? Well, uh, I think probably the most important place where I begin. And this actually happened to me personally when I was uh, a young man. I got my first guitar when I was probably eight years old. And the guitar player in my dad's band uh, came and, and told me, he, you know, he tuned up my guitar and he played this just phenomenal guitar piece on, on my little cheap student guitar. And he said that, um, as long as your instrument is in tune, it doesn't matter what level you are at. People will think that you know what you're doing and it will sound good. 
And I never forgot that. So I'm very, uh, I, I guess, very strict about making sure the instrument is tuned. So I spend a lot of time first making sure that we're all in tune and, and so that we all sound the same. So that's where I start. And I, and I really stress that with my students. And then I just pick some very simple uh, one or two chord songs. I mean, I have some songs that you can play with just one chord. And I try to teach one of the things that I have done in, in my uh, teaching method is, is I try to teach um, melody and chords so that they can be played simultaneously. So I'll spend time teaching them the chords to the song, and then I'll teach them the melody, and I'll show them how to incorporate it together uh, so you can play it in sort of an instrumental. Uh, sometimes children uh, can sing and play at the same time, and most of the time it's tough. They, they have a hard time doing the two things until they maybe get older. I'm talking about, you know, children six, seven, eight years old. So being able to have them uh, play melody and the chords simultaneously is just uh, a great method that I have found to be successful. So I guess that's a good question is when do you start ukuleles? What, what grades do you start uh, introducing the ukuleles and do you have an end or do you just use it with all of your students? Um, no, I don't, uh, I don't really have a specific age group and, and I don't have a lot of ukulele students all in my class. Uh, the only class that I have uh, currently that I'm teaching a whole class is flutophone and that's a different subject. But um, when I have a couple of uh, ukulele students together, um, yeah, it you can. I, I start them in kindergarten, and and then it's open. It's open to whatever age, wherever they want to start. Awesome. And I know you talked a little bit about you know your your method to teaching. Do you use a particular curriculum, or do you just kind of create and kind of use your own background to kind of help inform your teaching? Yeah, I um I use my my own. I develop my own kind of style, I guess. But uh, I do use some of the the standard things, you know, the Mel Bays, and um, there's definitely some ukulele sites that uh, that have downloadable uh, ukulele tab that I will use. But uh, generally, I just kind of put it together myself, and and because um, I I have a certain direction that I want to go with my students, so. Yeah, and that's one of those things where there are so many curriculums out there, but if it doesn't really jive with you or with um, your students, then it might not work. Um, so I'm, I'm also one of those people where, you know, I don't really follow a set curriculum. I, you know, I have my pacing guides and things like that, but I kind of piece it together um, in the best way for me and my students. Um, so I, I was just curious to see if you had um, anything you, you kind of followed or if you do like I do and just kind of piece things together to make it work. Yep, that's what I do. I think it works. It's worked well so far. So what do you think people get wrong about teaching ukulele? Hmm. I, I, I guess I've never really thought of that. Uh, is there anything wrong? I, I, I don't think there's anything really wrong. I mean, it's, it's pretty much a, like a blank canvas. People, people put what's, 
in themselves into their music. And so I don't think that there's anything wrong. I don't know. Maybe I suppose with anything, if your uh, expectations are too high, perhaps, uh, you know, and, and, and I just stress things with the children, like, uh, you get out of it, what you put into it. If you don't practice, you know, I'll be able to tell the next day, you know, or the next time we get together, whether you've practiced the things that I, that I suggested that you practice. So, um, but I think if we, you know, make our expectations too high, especially the, on younger children, then I think that can be a discouragement. So uh, just kind of uh, at their own pace, I guess, would be the best way. And and just encouraging them and making attainable goals, I suppose. uh, Yeah, I think that, you know, having having that realistic expectation, you know, say, hey, I would love for you to blow me away. But, you know, here are some things that I think we might be able to get to. But what I love about how you mentioned earlier is that you are doing everything you can to help set the students up for success. You started about making sure everything is in tune, because, you know, if they're not in tune, it's they're not it's gonna be very hard for them to be successful right um so i i think that that's something that me personally i i've i've gotten wrong in teaching other instruments is i'm not really thinking through everything to make sure that the students have the best opportunity to be successful once we get into uh, the the nitty-gritty of, of playing the ukulele yeah and i think another aspect of it is is uh making it fun it's gonna be fun for sure you know we want it to be fun it shouldn't be a a a chore or a burden to to want to play this instrument i mean that's not what music's all about the music is supposed to be a release not uh not anything that's gonna stress you out so but you know you have to take into consideration there are uh some children that are wired differently and they're more perfectionists and uh they get upset with themselves but there again, I, I try to tailor it sometimes, you know, why I don't have a set curriculum because not everyone's the same. You know, I might want to start off a student this way, but as we're going, I see, well, they kind of go in a different direction. So let me kind of tweak the, 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 the teaching in the curriculum a little bit to kind of uh, fit their personality and their ability. So. I, I absolutely love that. I, I, I agree. I think making sure that you are teaching it to the student rather than, you know, what you've always done is super important. Right. It's a, there isn't a, a carbon copy. This is how it's always done. Cause I don't think, uh, uh, some of the great musicians would agree with that. I think it's got to be more of an open canvas type of thing. Exactly. So before we kind of start wrapping things up, I know that there's probably some teachers that are saying, I would love to teach ukulele, but I don't know how to play it. So do you have any advice for teachers that want to start learning to play the ukulele themselves ukulele themselves, um, so that they can use it in their classrooms? Well, I read a long time ago that the ukulele is probably the simplest instrument to play. Uh, and there are some phenomenal YouTube tor- tutorials out there. Uh, there are some people that do do just a great job. So I would just get one first and start playing around with it. And then, you know, check out YouTube. Find find someone that uh, kind of gels with you and their style and, and just learn it. Just just uh, make it a point. I, I, you, I don't think you can not learn. It's just 
I I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've been playing guitar for so long, it just came so simply. But I think that uh, it, it, that it can be done. I will say, especially if you're already musically inclined, um, picking up a ukulele is actually it, it can it can be really simple. Again, there are th- you can you can make it tricky very quickly. Um, but if you're just trying to get the basics of it, uh, just kind of just give it a shot. You know, like you said, go to YouTube, see what you can find, find some tab, and just kind of explore it. But I I wouldn't I don't want any teachers to feel like I can't teach the ukulele because I don't know how to play it. Because honestly, I feel like you're going to be able to pick it up really quickly. Yeah, and like you said, if you're if you're already musical and you have that knowledge, I mean, I don't know how to play the flute, but I was teaching my wife songs on the flute. She did have a little bit of a background uh, in flute, and she had uh, a fingering chart that showed her what the different notes were. And because I just had a musical background, we were able to play songs together. And I'd never played a flute in my life, but just it's the same concept. If you play piano or if you're a clarinetist or whatever, whatever you play, if you already have a basic knowledge of music, ukulele is a very, very simple thing to pick up. And you, it, you'll pick it up very quickly. Even you know, if, if you can sing, just something to accompany yourself. The chords are so simple. And like you said before, Bryson, um, you know, 90% of the songs are just three basic chords. So you learn those and you got it made. For sure. So, John, what steps do you think someone can take who wants to start a ukulele program at that school? Well, you obviously need funding. And uh, I made this mistake because I had gone to the board of my school and wanted to, you know, I had suggested with the seventh and eighth graders that I would like to purchase some ukuleles and start a, a, you know, a a group in, in that older kid class with ukuleles. But you have to consider um, you know, the, the, the cost, not only do you need, uh, the instruments and you'll want some kind of book or something that you can send home with them. And it's not something that the school buys and it stays at the school. I mean, how, what, what good is that if they can't take it home to practice music stands, you know, how are you going to display it? Do you have desks? You know, there's, there's just a lot of things to consider. So, uh, make sure you think all of that out before you start and um, start small before you try to teach 30 students uh, try teaching one or two and see how that works for us it may it may not work for you but uh, but I think it, I, I think it can work but you know you just think realistically for yourself and just just think it all out and make sure that uh, you have all of your eyes dotted and your T's crossed. Awesome. So, John, is there anywhere that we can find more of you online? Well, uh, I have a couple of YouTube channels, Gospel Ukulele, because I'm uh, I've that's one of my things. I've I've taught how to uh, play uh, hymns and gospel music with the chords and the uh, the melody together. So, Gospel Ukulele Society uh, on Facebook and on YouTube and. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have the time. I I would love to do it, to tell you the truth. I would love to just make videos 24/7 and just and do make that my my whole life because I just enjoy it so much, but it's very time consuming, you know, from doing a podcast that 
there's editing and there's just a lot of things that go into making just a, a 30 minute podcast. So, um, yeah, I would do more if I could, but that's, you know, I do what I can and, and I would rather just spend the time being with the students rather than, you know, making a video to, to play for them. And, you know, we, we had to do that during COVID, which I, I understand, but, um, yeah, uh, that's, that's would be how you could find me. All right. Well, thank you so much, John. I really appreciate you taking some time and chatting with me and my audience about ukuleles. Uh, thank you so much. I've absolutely enjoyed it. Oh, thank you very much. And uh, hey, keep playing. You know, don't don't give up. Most definitely. If you found this episode helpful at all, I would really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Not only does this help me understand what you find most helpful, it also helps more music educators just like you find the podcast. To check out the show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned, head on over to thatmusicteacher.com slash show notes.